this is Andrew again with another episode of The Brother vs. Brother Podcast. We hope you liked last week's episode, and we hope you like the new format as well. We, we're still trying to figure it out. We're still trying some new things, but here's Nick. Hey, I'm Nick, coming live from Boulder. Maybe not so live. Not live at all. Oh, well. It's not live at all. That's it? That's all you wanted to say? That's all I wanted to say. Nick had this whole thing before we even started where he wanted to say all these things. I'm glad he doesn't have another one of his silly shout-outs that he has to... I, I mean, I could give plenty of shout-outs. No, no, to. no more shout-outs. Okay. Our audience can't take any more shout-outs, I think. But this week, what are we talking about, Nick? Coinage. Coinage, but specifically the penny. Nick, do you have a lot of coins in your pocket right now? Zero coins in my pocket. Do you have them around your person? Do you ever use coins anymore? From the last episode, I figured out what that Susan B. Anthony silver dollar was from. Uh, I had to buy my bus ticket back from the airport, and I put in $20 because the credit card thing wasn't working. And it gave me not, uh, it was a $9 ticket. It gave me $11 in coins. So that's why I had all those coins in my pocket. Ah, okay. Got it. What episode was that? That was... That was the Sponge... Oh, that was the SpongeBob episode. Okay, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Anyways, let's get back to the topic at hand. Nick, we're talking about coinage this week. What's your favorite coin first before we get into it? Favorite coin? If you have one. (laughs) I like the JFK half dollar just because it's ginormous. The JFK 50 cent piece. 50 cent piece. Cool. You know, that's the largest U.S. coin ever produced in terms of circumference. Yeah, because it's huge. It's massive. Yeah, it's pretty big. It is a silver and copper combination. Mostly silver, though. Damn straight. Did you ever have one? Did you ever use one to buy anything? I know, I, I know I've had one. I don't know if I used it. I'm a big fan of the golden dollar with Sacagawea on it. Sacagawea. I think that's a, it's, I just like gold. It's a cool coin. I mean, Sacagawea is a huge part of the reason that Lewis and Clark were able to uh, traverse Los Estados Unidos. She deserves to be on that golden dollar. She deserves to be on that dollar coin. So Nick, can you name the four most common coins used in the U.S. market? Penny, dime, quarter, nickel yep good job because they're the four lowest denominations so obviously the u.s mint it it lives right down in your state right right uh a city away from you u.s mint is in denver yeah that's pretty insane is that the only mint so there are five different uh u.s mint production facilities in the u.s that is philadelphia denver san francisco West Point, New York, and the and the Fort Knox in Kentucky. So I would say that Fort Knox doesn't produce coins. I think it just holds coins and cash. Yeah, but it's part of the mint. It's part of the mint, I guess, the U.S. mint production facilities. And the headquarters are in D.C., aren't they? Uh, well, they have an office in D.C. That's where HQ. they design and, yeah, do all that stuff. Speaking of designing and defacing and counterfeiting and embezzling of coins when did we start talking about that just now okay speaking of do you know that there's still a law from 1792 that if you do any of those three things defacing counterfeiting or embezzling of coins you can be put to death whoa 
by mint mint employees though so mint employees have to put you to death no if you are a mint employee and you do those things then uh, you can be put to death no nah, i'd rather like deface a dollar and then have to battle royale a mint employee and i get to choose which mint employee it is oh okay yeah but i don't know i feel like there's pretty some pretty puny mint employees you can yeah that's why i get to choose what if all of the mint employees are just beefcakes the mountain just yeah they're all like that then our money's safe even the nickel designer he's just he's a beefcake the smallest coin the nickel the dime yeah or the the dime is i mean the dime yeah do you know who who are on all the the four coins that are most widely used? Uh, so Washington is on the quarter. Um, is it? Don't look it up. I'm not. Don't look yeah, it up. I, I have to. I, I don't know the dime. And then Jefferson is on the the nickel. And then what's his name? Uh, Lincoln is on the penny. Who's on the dime? FDR. FDR. Okay. Your boy. You should know that. I should have known that. I should have known that. Oh, come geez. on, bud. I know. Next time. If you haven't listened to our... What episode is that? 14th episode? This is our 17th episode. Hey-o. Hey-o. Thanks, everybody, for that listen. Remember, tell your friends. Rate and subscribe. Shameless plug. So, anyways, if you're a Mint employee, don't deface, or else you're gonna get hanged in the public square, probably. Get the kibosh. What's the kibosh? Endgame, dog. Oh, you saw that new Avengers trailer? Oh, that's what the Avengers is called, right? Endgame? Yeah. It just came out yesterday. It'd be better if it was called Avengers Kibosh. <laughs> I don't think Marvel could get behind that one. I'll pitch it. You can pitch to Marvel? All right. I'll be on board. Cool. Um, anyways, so Nick, how many coins do you think the U.S. Mint produces a year? I mean, it's got to be a lot. I know they make a ton of pennies every day. I don't know. I forget the exact number, but I'm going to say over a billion, probably upwards of two billion. Here, I will. I'll give you this. The U.S. Mint today, this is from a 2016 stat, produces 14.7 million coins per day on average. Coins? Coins. 14.7 coins, million coins per day on average. That's from 2016. Holy shit. I don't know what that math is. That's a lot of math, dude. Yeah. So basically, it gives her a give and take. There's a lot of give and take depending on the day, but basically the U.S. Mint produces 14 to 15 billion coins a year. Wow. Yeah. Go U.S. Mint. That's a lot of coinage. Yeah. They're flooding the market. Why do we need that much that much coinage? Why? You know? Because guess how long the... Uh, all I know is the penny. So guess how long the average U.S. penny lasts for circulation before it has to be taken out of circulation. Destroyed? Yeah. 25 years. Good guess. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. 25 nice. years. Go yeah. self. That's the average penny uh, life expectancy, I guess. Poor Abe, before they take him out to pasture. Do you know when the mint's first production was and how many pennies they produced? And then this is the kind of last factual one I'll do. 1909. No. Way late. 1802. Still late. 1791. Close. 1793. 1793, wow, okay. 1793, and they, they produced 11,178 copper cents. Wow, and the penny was the first one? It was a copper cent back then. It wasn't a penny. Uh, it wasn't an Abe Lincoln penny in 1793? It wasn't an Abe Lincoln penny. Do you know when the first Abe Lincoln penny came about? 
1909. To commemorate his 100th birthday. 100th birthday. Stop cheating, bro. You're reading all the facts. I'm not cheating. I know. I know, I know that. Abe's a G. The Abe Lincoln penny was the first penny to feature a... Presidente? No, a real person. Oh, really? So they were imaginary people before, but the Abe Lincoln 1909 penny was the first one. Imaginary people like who? Captain America? Well, there was that, the Indian, the Indian nickel and all that stuff. Uh, Buffalo nickel. Buffalo nickel, sorry. And then there was... Racist? Yeah, I know. That was kind of racist, sorry. Who was the first African-American on a on a U.S. coin, on an American coin? Frederick Douglass. No. Booker T. Washington on the half-dollar coin in 1946. Uh, wow, really? Yep. And they stopped printing it in 51. It's a pretty long run there, five years. Yeah. Eh, it's not that bad. It is that bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was also the first he was also the first African American on a postage stamp, I was gonna say. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So good for you, Booker T. I mean Booker T was a G. He was a stand up guy, it seemed like. I wish I knew I wish I met him. He he seemed pretty cool. Modern science, you could still meet him. Uh, I don't know if I'll last <laughs> long enough to see time travel. That would be cool. Where would you go if you could travel? Different argument, different no, topic just, of conversation. Just quick, bro, quick, and then we'll get back into coins. Where I go, I'd go to. I would become Great Gatsby. You would become no, Great Gatsby. Is that a theory that he's a time traveler? No, but I would. The Roaring Twenties seemed really cool. If you were rich, that did seem cool. That's like any time. I feel like if you're rich, then it's cool. But if not, it's not good. Where would you go? I would probably go. To the future see what that's like mess up the future dude don't do it i guess you can mess up the past too you can't really mess up the future yeah interesting yeah all right anyways the u.s mint produces actually a couple coins for how many different countries do you think not just the u.s 10 higher 15 way higher a thousand no <laughs> there's not even a thousand countries in the world uh 52 there's only 200 and yes i know guys countries 52 countries lower 40 40 foreign countries venezuela being the first in 1875 wow that's pretty crazy yeah why do we do that we like control i don't know i guess they buy it from us or it makes sense because we have the production level that they did it all about that cache yeah that skrilla give me that cash nick do you know what a coin collector is called a coinologist close not really what are they called a numismatist that's how it's pronounced numismatist 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 Interesting. Someone who studies and collects things that are used as money, including coins, tokens, paper bills, and medals. Very cool. Oh, I forgot to ask you, speaking of paper bills, how many paper bills does the U.S. Mint produce a year? So it's 14 billion coins. 14 billion coins a year. I'm going to say 8 billion bills. You would be wrong. The U.S. Mint produces no bills. That is the Bureau of Engraving and Printing since 1914. All right, that's some horseshit guide trick question bullshit. Gotcha! Good one, you got me. Thanks. <laughs> Very impressed. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and we will come back with our arguments. Here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, we're the U.S. Mint. We make money. It's good money, and you should get it. Money. Coins. U.S. Mint. It's what's for dinner. Are you eating a coin? 
Well, Bean. Oh, okay. So, Nick, let's talk pennies. Do you think the U.S. should get rid of the penny or not? No. Yes, they should. They should get rid of the penny. <laughs> I win. They should get rid of the penny. They should get rid of the penny, and why? Because it costs, I guess in 2016, it costs 1.5 cent cents to make one penny. So it's costing more than the penny is worth to yes. make it. Yes, and all of the pennies that it made in 2016, it cost the mint $46 million. It's the 11th year in a, in a row that the cost of the penny has been higher than its face value. Why, because of the metals? Yep. So what is it, copper and zinc? Copper and zinc. Right, okay, yes. pretty light. So you think you should you think we should get rid of it because the cost is more than what it co- than what the actual penny is worth. No, that's just a uh, another an argument point. I think it is a worthless coin. Why? You don't have you never used a penny to pay for anything, you know, in a while? I mean, I yes, I you've, I've used a penny, but now most things are charged on credit, right? Like people barely use cash. Yeah. But I think I like in Europe when everything is rounded to either a zero or a five. And so you have the nickel to pay to pay for all that. And people argue that that would raise costs of five, a lot of goods. Zero like or if whatever. something is 293 as opposed to 295, why not give those two cents to like education fund or like a fund to like repair repair infrastructure the the bridges and roads around this country are in desperate need of repair and i think if we master plan here we go here we go get rid of the penny uh, round all prices up to if it's a one round the price down to a zero if it's a two or above round the price up to a five to the next denomination of five basically correct yes Give all that additional money to either infrastructure or education. Well, what if you're rounding down then? Then you lose... Then you lose that penny, but it's only one penny. But if you're selling a whole bunch of stuff, it's a lot. That's some dollars you're missing out. Yeah, but all the all of the... If it's two, three, or four, you round up to the okay. five. Get rid of the penny. Keep the nickel, dime, quarter. Add a dollar, or keep the dollar coin. Get rid of the dollar bill. Take George Washington, put him on the 20... Andrew Jackson was a horrible person. He does not deserve to be on the 20. Put George Washington on that 20. So there's there's an issue boom with your plan in that they're coming out with a new $20 bill with Harriet Tubman on it for 2020. Even better, Harriet Tubman, the real OG. So then you lose George Washington cuz you get rid of the dollar. He's on the quarter. You could make He's on the quarter, yeah. He's, he's got enough. Yeah. People know who George Washington is. He won't is. be forgotten. So, yeah, that's my master plan. Okay. Have you seen the new Harriet Tubman $20 bill? It looks pretty cool. I haven't. I've seen National Treasure a few times, though. I don't... Is that she in there? No, it's not really relevant. Oh, okay. But they find treasure. I like treasure. But, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is things cost what they cost... And you can do that if you're trying to produce everything so it's either three cents or above to that, you know, third, you try to hit that three, four, five number, then you round up to the five. So you're costing people three cents extra than what it actually costs. That's going to add up to a lot. Agreed. 
But the the same can be said for if you're rounding down because then you lose out on on a lot of dollars that way. So I don't know if you'll actually raise any money. It might even out that way. So what I'm saying is, if it's two ninety one, you round down to two ninety. If it's two ninety two. Yes. 293 or 294, you round up to 295. No, see, you changed and I'm not to say- 92. You can, no, you, I you didn't. No, I didn't. 92, no, no. you round down. No, I, I said 92, you round up. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, on final purchases, not every single good. So that's another tax that people have to pay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying on every purchase, like, on, on not, not on every single item, but on your final purchase like if you go to the grocery store and you buy 50 goods and each one costs 292 say you don't round up every single item you just round up the final cost that's what you would do that's what you do though you would add you you would round them individually on diff on items you wouldn't round up the total why not because that that doesn't make sense because then you're only how doesn't it make sense then you're only adding a couple cents to uh, if you get 50 items, you're adding the same amount of cents if you're buying 50 items to buying one item. No. Necessarily. You know what I mean? If your total comes to uh, 59 90, 93 or if your total comes to 193 you're still paying those two extra cents no matter what. Correct. So that's what I'm saying is if you really want to tax people and get that infrastructure and the education going, you should do it for every item. That's the issue. I'm not... I'm not really trying to tax everyone. I just, I think if you round the final, there's enough purchases made throughout the year that you would raise, I would assume, a fair amount of money. I mean, you're raising a lot of money either way, I feel like, but you're only doing it for the total and not the, because there's already sales tax. So sales tax would become a lot easier because you have whole numbers. Correct. What's the other tax? States state tax i guess right is when you make purchases city tax. city tax yeah there's a there's a couple of different taxes so taxes in general would be easier it would just be taxes would be easier if every item was a whole number yeah so that's what i'm saying if your argument but anyways the coin should be kept in circulation because that's not how our system works at this point our system is built on what the value of an item costs and how much it costs to produce it and how much it costs to ship it, you have to add in all the factors, and how much you're going to sell, and projections, and forecasts, and all this stuff, you can't round up or down, because in essence, you're taking away from different aspects of that of that whole production line. So you need the penny to pay for the things that are going to come out to 193 and not 195 does that make sense? No. I don't I don't see what's so bad about rounding up two cents on a final purchase. Well, the, the problem is it's not going to happen. I, I realize it's not going to happen. That's the bottom line. It's, it's not going to happen. So that's why, you know, our society is built on actually what it costs. It's very capitalistic. What it costs, what it costs to produce, and then what they think they can get for that product, right? Correct. So that's not going to change because we are who we are in the U.S., and that's why the penny should stay because we have those uneven or not uneven those non whole domin- denominational numbers those whole nomination does that make sense it's stupid <laughs> see I, I just don't understand like why we're making this coin that costs yeah. in 2016 it costs 46 million dollars to produce it and i mean the future is 
moving. I mean, the system to rework the system, it would cost probably more than what it costs to make the penny. I feel like. Nah, you could spend you could spend the forty six million dollars in twenty nineteen to just give it to me and I'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Just give it to Nick. The yeah. Nick, the Bureau of Nicholas. The Bureau of Mint. Minting. What would, what would you put the money towards to benefit the people? To figuring that out. <laughs> you would spend a billion dollars on figuring it out. I didn't say a billion, 46 million, guy. <laughs> and I would, like I said, you round it up, round those dollars up, those cents up to the nearest five or zero, five or ten, and you'd give the the proceeds to infrastructure and or education. Okay. So I guess in order to make that work, I would say for you, you should round up after it gets past zero, not one. You should go from one or above. You should go up to the five. You shouldn't go both ways. You should go only one way because that's just basically essentially becomes another tax that way. And then, I mean, taxes already pay for, they're supposed to pay for education and infrastructure. They're supposed to. So yeah, I mean, you'll make more money, but smaller states won't have the same benefit as larger states like New York. I mean, Colorado is very populated, so you would you would receive a huge benefit from it. But, you know, somewhere like Wisconsin... How do you know that Colorado is very populated? I mean, it's more populated than, like, North Dakota. Whose fault is that? North Dakota? I don't know if a lot of people want to live in North Dakota. Sorry, everybody. Exactly. My, my, my point exactly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is, is, does it also, you have to think, does it go to a national level or does it go to a state level, I guess? I mean, I don't know that. I just, I came up with this idea and you're supposed to support me blindly. Well, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand your idea. I'm not supposed to support you blindly. Says who? You're not a cult leader. Oh, but I'd be a good one. I'm not a Republican. Boom. Burn. Burn. Nice one, guy. All right. So what is, what, why do you want to keep the penny? Just because you like a different colored coin? Just because the system is what it is and I don't think it's going to change I think the the so Europeans, if the system is broken, you keep the system is broken. Full steam ahead, you bro. You just keep chugging along. Just okay. full steam ahead. Sweet. I mean, the penny is a cool. It's a cool penny. It does. Was what's Avon? He's on the five dollar bill too. The fiver. Do you know that uh, Abe is the or the penny is the only coin where he's looking right. The subject is looking. Oh right. really? Yeah. Do you know, do you know why that is? I don't know. It was just design purposes. Oh, okay. Maybe it had to do with the machinery back then or something. Maybe. Because I'm sure they can design a left-facing penny now. That's cool. That's a cool little factoid. I mean, if anybody deserves to be on currency, it's Abe, I feel like. He was a good president. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. I I think that the penny is... uh, It's a traditional thing. It's, It's It doesn't cost... If you're looking at the grand scheme of things, it doesn't cost that much to produce it. So you're not losing that much. The penny? Yeah. 46 million, not that much. Well, how much? Okay, so it costs. So that's how much it costs to produce the penny last year? 2016, yeah. 2016, but you said it was. Cost 1.5 cents to produce every penny. Okay, so it was 200, a little over 200,000 to that you lost in the value of producing the penny. So I I don't know I don't think that 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 that's much in terms of national how GDP did you get that number and national budget we spend we spent 
76. How did you get that number? 200,000. A little. I mean, it's over 200,000. But how did you get that number? You took, what, 40, 46,000? 46 million. Oh, 46 million. Never mind. Sorry, I did a wrong thing. So it's 2,300,000. That it what? That it that it that you lost in value producing the penny. Okay. So that's I mean yeah that's a, that's a lot. You could buy houses. You could produce housing for. How how did you come up with that number though? You do forty six million times one point zero five because that's how much it costs to produce a penny, right? One point five. One point five. Okay. So it's twenty three million dollars. Half of forty six. So twenty three million dollars is quite a bit of dollars. I mean maybe not to a government not when you're spending 76 billion dollars on our military yeah but still 23 million would go a long way to true i mean you could you could build a school for that i feel like you could only build one or two schools with that though that's the crazy part about today true but then think of all the money that you'd be getting from rounding up to the nearest five or ten science you gotta come up with some numbers before i can i can comment on that i feel like all right, so you round up every purchase, you get $100 billion, and <laughs> there you go. $100 billion? You send numbers, I gave that's, them to you. It's almost like a lot. That's a lot of money for the U.S. I mean, think yeah. about think about how many purchases How many purchases occur. do you think there are a year? In the U.S.? Yeah. There's got to be like billions, right? It's got to be. I mean, how many... Because if, if, let's say if one person makes like three purchases a day, maybe, or something like that. So there are 325 million people in the U.S. Each person makes, let's conservatively say that each person makes 0.5 purchases every single day. Times 365, how much is that? Are you calculating? It's 59 trillion purchases. Wait, bil- no, billion. 59 billion. I forgot what a trillion is and what a billion is. Okay, so say you get one cent from all of those purchases. So times 0.01. $59 million. That's not a lot. Is that the math? Are you sure that's the math? Oh, you get $5 billion, almost $6 billion. That's, yeah, okay. Yeah, but still, it's not going to happen. That's what I'm saying. So it doesn't... So your argument is wrong because it's not going to happen. That doesn't mean it's wrong because it's not going to happen. It means that if we got some lobbying behind for the bureau of nicholas yeah nicholas lobby what would you call your lobby yeah I'm, well i'm trying to come up with a clever name here the penniless lobby fuck abe lobby no because i love abe i would name it after abe lincoln since he would be going away on the penny the cherry tree lobby that was george washington i would call it the honest abe schoolhouse for america <laughs> schoolhouse for america okay America, what do you think? Should we get rid of the penny or should we keep it in circulation? I didn't really hear like any of your ideas for why we should keep the penny other than just my idea would it happen. It's tradition. Okay. But I mean, that's that's pretty much the only argument I need is that it, nothing's going to change. So that means we still need the penny in terms of purchasing. It's still going to come out to odd numbers where, or whatever, like we're going to get change of 597 back. So we're going to need those, those two pennies. Change would be way easier to give and calculate without. You can't count to a hundred? No, I can. I'm just saying it would be way easier without the penny. Yeah, but change also is now at this point, it's all pretty much computer done. Yeah, but 
I mean, it would still be easier without the petty. That's all. It might be, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So that's all I'm saying. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> that's all I'm saying is people purchase goods each and every day. You would have to overhaul a lot of things. And then there's a lot of computer calculation that goes into it now, too. When you buy stocks, the value of stocks is a weird thing and it's not whole numbers because then if you do whole numbers then it would drop a lot faster if you're going by fives if you're if you're overhauling the value and making everything an integer of five or ten or whatever that's what that's all i'm saying is if you do that you'd have to you'd have to overhaul a lot of different systems so the cost to america in the long run it might be more beneficial but at least the upfront cost to America would be on a grand scale that we couldn't probably calculate. I mean, not that that's related to coinage and everything like that, but it just it has to come into the factor of it all. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I won this argument. You didn't win the argument. Anyways, America, you decide. Should we get rid of the penny? It is kind of a worthless coin. It is costing the U.S. Mint a little bit of money to produce. $26 million more than it's worth. 46, well, 46 overall, but you lose value on it. Yeah. So I think it's still necessary in the world we live in. I'll say if you get rid of coinage, man. I'm not saying get rid of coinage. I know, I'm just saying. I guess you don't give pennies to guys on the street. I guess you can, but every time I've tried to give pennies to a guy on the street, they, they get mad at me. Because it's worthless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You can still buy things for pennies, I guess. Or if you... For a hundred pennies. If you collect a hundred pennies. If you pennies. roll up, yeah. If you roll up... Yeah, what up, homeless uh, guy is buying those rolls and then putting pennies in there. He's buying a coin thing, coin machine, with all the rolls. <laughs> and sorting them all. I don't know. Maybe they have time to sort them. Who knows? I like sorting coins. It's fun. Yeah? Like, by hand, by myself. When's the last time you sorted coins? By hand. Never. It was a while ago. You used to do it. I had a little money uh, counter thing, coin counter. Uh, so you just dumped them in and it would do it for you? Yeah. That's cheating, bro. If you ain't treat- cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> That's, that is a quote from my good friend Alex Whitman. Suck it. Squeezed in a shout out. Great. So, you decide, America. Let us know. Should you keep the penny or should you get rid of it as Nick wants and round up our integers? In your defense, there is a lot of uh, online purchases and, and all that stuff, so that would make it easier, too. I mean, when's the last time, when did you make your last cash purchase? I, I think it's a little different in New York, like cashes. I've made cash purchases in New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, you're more likely to make a cash purchase in the city. Yeah, because not every store has credit card yeah. machines and stuff like but that. But also, if you're in like rural America, I would assume that cash is more... Cash is king. ...widely used. Yeah, I think credit cards are still the minority when it comes to purchases. I think cash is... I think nope. I think overall nope. ca- nope. people make nope. more cash purchases. No way, guy. Yeah, dude, I think so. I think if you count the entirety of America, I think cash is still widely circulated. I mean, they produced 14 billion coins last year. There's got to be a reason for it. In a 2017 survey, payment processor TSYS asked over 1,000 consumers which payment form they prefer. chose debit cards, while 33% selected credit cards, and only 12% specified a preference for using cash. Yeah, but polls are always a little weird. But no, I, I, you're probably right. Credit or cards might be 
more widely used for sure, but still, you haven't reached a point where everybody has a card machine and can have that transaction. I think you're wrong, guy. I think everyone has a has a way to accept credit cards. I've seen some store. I've seen stores that just do cash. Where? In New York. There's a lot of bars that just do cash. Yeah, true. There's that bar that only accepted cash. I mean, cash is a lot easier. You can... Well, you don't have to pay the credit card company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a trade-off, but you get into you get into a lot of semantics the further you go into get reading, getting rid of the penny. Again, I, I concede that it might be better for purchases or for, you know, infrastructure and education, but that is you have to use it for infrastructure and education. I can see that in the long run it might be better, but as of right now, the hidden costs that it would incur would be tremendous, and I don't think we could calculate those. Yeah, but the Honest Abe School of American Thought, whatever it was, is going <laughs> to be honest and use all that extra cash to pay for infrastructure in schools. It's got honest in the name. Fair, but I think Honest Dave is also a dying breed. I know. I'm, I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I hate to say it, honest politicians anymore. There's a lot of hidden hidden goings-ons goings -ons that could happen. That's why you need someone who's not in politics to run Honest Dave's school for American liberation. All right. Is that, oh, that's your, that's your uh, new thing. That's my school. That's my, your, yeah. okay. The Honest Abe's. American School for Liberation. Yep. Okay. Sounds like a cult. So are you like the second coming of <laughs> Abe Lincoln? No, I'm just, I'm the guy who runs it and... <laughs> cool, America. Well, let us know if you'll sign up for Nick's Honest Abe School of what? Of... American Proliferation. American Proliferation. That just, their overall goal is just decirculating the penny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a big name for a very specific cause. Would Abe be mad at you if you if he saw you taking trying to take away his face off the penny? Abe doesn't even know he's on the penny. Yeah, but if he came back and what if time travel existed from like we talked about before? From eighteen sixty five he's gonna And come you back. brought him back in in Ted and uh Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's uh telephone booth. I honestly don't think he care he'd care. He's not a vain or he was not a vain person, so why would he care if he's on He could be. No. He could have been, you don't know. He just because people said not he yet. wasn't doesn't mean he wasn't. I'm sure he had some issues. Everybody's got some kind he of issues. He had issues, but vainness was not one of them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe vanity. Vanity's a, on the extreme side of that, I guess. He was, he was definitely depressed, so I don't think he had an issue of being vain. All right, we're getting way off topic here. True. We should wrap it up. For my fifth attempt at wrapping it up, America, you decide, should we get rid of the penny or should we keep it in circulation? Sign up for Nick's school. Or just live your life. <laughs> Honest Abe School for American Coinage. You keep changing the name. Okay. I hope you like this episode. Let us know what you think. There'll be a survey up on the episode description below, wherever you listen. Please, uh, please take that survey. We've, we've, uh, we really appreciate your answers, and we like to see how we're doing. Also, you can make suggestions for the next topic. Maybe time travel might be one of them. Who knows? We'd like to hear what you have to say. You can find us at brother vs vs brotherpod.com. 
So that's brotherversbrotherpod.com. And Nick, where can they find us? You can reach us at brotherversbrotherpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram, brotherversbrother underscore podcast. We'll see you next week, America. See you later. Bye.